So many things I want to talk about this week on the Cheryl Reeves show, but we just have to talk. Start with Tuesday night, dominant performance against a great team. Sylvia Fowles putting on a show for the ages. Uh, Cheryl, just take me take me to Tuesday night. And I thought the most endearing thing of the whole night was the way uh, Sylvia's teammates reacted to her after the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the performance was one that I think we all just felt like, you know, obviously happy to be a part of it, uh, happy to be her teammate. Uh, but I think her teammates thought, you know, I mean, my goodness, did she just carry us on both sides and both ends of the floor. Um, you know, she just was was pretty darn consistent and focused and, and it became apparent, uh, you know, how much she wanted to win the game. Um, and, and we knew and she knew that she would be a focal point of their defense and their doubling and triple triple teaming. And uh, so, you know, we prepared. Uh, in, in the practice that we had uh, prior to, to, you know, how she would handle those things and, um, you know, the things that we worked on, she didn't necessarily have to do uh, because she was so dominant and being able to, uh, you know, to get her shot off before the double was, was anything uh, meaningful uh, to bother her. And she also knows that when you, when you bury somebody deep, you know, it's very difficult to get a double team that that's going to impact you. Um, and then, you know, I think that the, the end that has just been, you know, so crucial for us is, you know, as our defense makes a climb uh, into a space in the defensive rating that, that we were after, um, she has just been incredible with her shot blocking, her ability to steal the ball, uh, you know, and playing help side defense, playing pick and roll defense. Uh, so there just was not an area that she didn't impact. And, you know, she played, I think it was 37 minutes, which is never the goal, but you know, it was just one of those things. I know she doesn't want to come out uh, when things are going on like that, and 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 I just know her, uh, her appreciate uh, her uh, her staff. I'm sorry, her uh, teammates and staff. You know, the level of appreciation was just through the roof, and that was fun to see that as well. Uh, this week on my show, Blocked and Muted, I'm going to have Rebecca Brunson on as a guest. And Rebecca, of course, will talk about Sill and the links and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, appreciate her joining me. You're, it also seems like your transition defense has gotten dramatically better since the beginning of the season. I think it really showed up against Seattle, which is one of those teams that if you give them any space, they're just going to bury you. Yeah, thanks for noticing. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that because uh, that was uh, that was definitely a focal point over the break uh, that that Katie and 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 uh, Planette and Rebecca uh, worked on. You know, we said there's a couple of things that we we felt like we really need to improve upon uh, for us to kind of get where we're trying to go and. Um, that was one of them. And, and certainly against Seattle, you know, taking care of the ball certainly helps your transition defense. That's been uh, a focal point. Uh, I think we're considerably better, uh, even though, you know, the points off the turnovers, even if we have 14 at, at Chicago, uh, they're getting, you know, 22 points off the turnovers. It's the type of turnover that we want to be really mindful of. And I thought we did a decent job of taking care of the ball. We had a couple stretches uh, against Seattle, but we, we righted the ship and, uh, and we, we have been. We've been really, really mindful um, that, that uh, teams don't get easy stuff. I mean, this is that time of year. You can't give up easy baskets just because you, you didn't have the focus to, to, to do your job in, in, the, you know, in the floor balance. And, you know, it's, it's not that darn hard. So, so we've, we've really locked in on that. And uh, I do think it was a key for us in the Seattle game. And, uh, you know, they, they were certainly pushing at us. Uh, but yeah. I thought we got matched, matched pretty well. Uh, and we limited the number of times they got something easy off. 
This is the Cheryl Reeve Show, part of the TalkNorth.com podcast network. We're tentatively going to have our first live show in quite a while, September 14th, 6 p.m. at Pizza Luce, right there in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, Everybody knows where it is, but if you have any trouble, of course, just Google it. Uh, Pay attention to us on social media. We'll, you know, that's, we're pretty sure that is going to be the exact time and date, but keep checking back with us. Keep listening to the show. We'll update you on that. Really looking forward to seeing Cheryl's fans again. It's uh, it's just a great crowd and it's a blast to get, get everybody together. Uh, everybody stay safe out there so we can continue to do stuff like this. Uh, reminder, you can find all the shows at talknorth.com, including mine, Block the Meter with Jim Suhan. You uh, can follow us on Twitter at TalkNorthPod to see the shows as they were released. Uh, and the best way, the easiest way to listen, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's easy. Thank you to our sponsors, All Energy Solar, Rudy Luther Toyota, Realtor Cara Quinn, and Successful Marketing Group. Uh, do you think it benefited Syl uh, that she didn't get a lot of minutes in Tokyo, or is that irrelevant? She was going to play like this anyway. Well, I think probably maybe both. Um, you know, I, I think certainly the wear and tear, you know, that that some of the players went through in Tokyo, you know, could be absolutely a factor when you return. And, and so we didn't have to deal with that, which was the silver lining um, in, in the, the lower minutes for, for Sill. And, you know, I expected it for Fee. Um, you know, it was a little bit more surprising with, with Sill. Um, but uh, Sill's will, um, you know, to, to be successful with the links is, is you know, really, really strong. Um, and and that, I think that's what you, you, you saw in the game uh, on Tuesday, she also knew she had a week off, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's easier to, you know, to give everything and not. And that's what we asked the team. We said, "Don't save yourself." This is a, this was a tough stretch for us. You know, the five games in ten days, and, um, you know, I, I think that's what it worked out to be. And and uh, you know, traveling, you know, for a week in there, uh, we were tired. I always say that I know, you know, if I'm feeling like I just want to be horizontal and not do anything, I can't imagine how they're feeling. And that was us on uh, our return from Chicago on Sunday. Um, and, and so we had to be, you know, mindful of what we did in practice on Monday to get ready for Seattle and, and just, you know, hope that we could, we could muster it up and, 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 and play well, you know, the, the home games are really important to us. And, and I think frankly, beating Seattle was really important to us. You know, we're, you know, we're in this, this place of, you know, kind of, uh, knowing that everyone wants to talk about, uh, their stars. Everyone wants to talk about, you know, Asia Wilson and Las Vegas and, uh, we, we just wanted to try to find a way to, you know, kind of squeeze into the narrative a little bit. You know, we've got some pretty darn good players that are having really good seasons too, but that seems to be, um, you know, just escaping some of the people that are, that are, that are commenting on, on the WNBA on a national scale, whether it's uh, ESPN, whether it's WNBA itself, uh, whether it's NBA TV, what, you know, whatever, you know, whatever outlets are talking about it. Um, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, we, we had to try to find a way and we, we thought that that might be one way is to be on national TV, uh, you know, winning a hard game against uh, the team that everybody loves to talk about. Yeah, I mean, you're in a fascinating position here. You uh, you just beat Seattle. You're you're number four right now. You're close to the top. And I know coaches don't like to think this way, but you're, the schedule isn't quite as daunting from here, here on out. You, you know, you could make a move. How important is, is it to you to be to force your way into the top two seeds? Well, having been there, um, it is heavily slanted in your favor. Yeah. Um, in terms of the playoff run and your ability to get to the finals, heavily, heavily slanted in your favor. Um, so absolutely. You know, we're, we're rooting for, 
um, you know, the, <laughs> the, the, for the teams above us, anybody that's playing them, we're rooting for them. <laughs> so um, that, that, and then, and certainly for our ability to, you know, finish this thing strong, um, it will be a difficult task. You'll need, you know, two of those teams to sort of fall off. I don't expect that to happen. Um, you know, but, but, you know, at, at minimum being able to at least get a buy, uh, but it is heavily slanted in the top two seeds are, are pretty darn, pretty darn coveted. Um, you know, again, if you've experienced it, you know exactly what it feels like. And uh, I know Seattle's experienced it. And right now they're, they're outside of that top two. And, and I'm, I'm sure that they're anxious to get home and, you know, get, get some home wins and, and hope that uh, Connecticut or Vegas or Minnesota, um, you know, doesn't play well enough to, you know, to hang on to, to one of those two, two seeds. This is the first time we've spoken since uh, your, your second game in Connecticut, and obviously you uh, you made a point of talking about the refereeing, and then uh, whether coincidentally or not, uh, the calls were were more even or more in your favor. The next game, uh, I know this is a delicate thing for you to talk about. Anything you want to say about that whole uh, th- about three day stretch? Yeah, it was, I mean it's pretty simple, and it you know it is a coincidence. Um, you know the league doesn't give you know two hoots about what Cheryl Reeve says. I can guarantee <laughs> you that. Uh, you know they they don't answer calls. I didn't make a single call. Um, I didn't, I didn't spend any time, uh, following the second Connecticut game. I, uh, I only say to people, you know, that, you know, that when you, when you cover the game, understand statistically the strengths and weaknesses of each team. And, uh, as, as Kent Youngblood wrote about, you know, the free throw attempt rate for Connecticut and Minnesota, um, you know, we, we both are, are getting to the foul line was pretty similar. Uh, but the fouling, uh, fouling against was pretty slanted in our favor. So if you look at the the two teams uh, profiles in Connecticut, I felt like, you know, we, we, we probably should have gotten to line more or if, if they didn't feel like we got fouled, I, I just didn't think the discrepancy for them to shoot 25 free throws was appropriate. And, uh, and then you go to the Chicago uh, game and, and look at the profile of the teams. Uh, Chicago is a team that uh, is in the bottom uh, bottom three in, in fouls committed. So they're a team that fouls quite a bit. Uh, and, and we play through the paint. And Fee put us down there, Sill put us down there. Uh, and I just thought we, we really did a good job forcing the issue. So it was quite the coincidence. and Because uh, the league really doesn't, really doesn't, <laughs> doesn't consider, uh, you know, what I have to say. And, um, you know, I, I think more than anything that, whether it's the coaches or the officials, I think, you know, consistency is what, uh, what we hope for. Uh, I know that the officials are trying to get things right, but there does seem to be a pretty strong from game to game sort of discrepancy in how things are called. And, and I would really like to see that sort of evened out, kind of steadied out um, and, and be consistent. And, and that's all that any of us ask for. You're not going to get everything right. We understand that, but um, it, it just, you know, from one game to the next right now, I think it's really difficult to understand what a foul is and what a foul isn't. And, and that's problematic. And hopefully down the stretch here, you know, we, we can head towards that with, with officiating as it goes into the playoffs. Let's thank our sponsors quickly here. Uh, let's thank Rudy Luther Toyota. Ready for a women forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. 10 cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, 
Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. And I also want to let you know that utility costs are rising every year and it's unnecessarily costing you money, but it doesn't have to be that way with a new system from All Energy Solar. Even if you have to take out a loan to finance your installation, you'll still be saving money in the long run. The loan payment will likely be less than what you would pay for electricity every month, and it's a locked-in price that won't change. So start saving and make the switch to All Energy Solar. Book your appointment today at All Energy solar.com. I want to remind you that uh, I'm working with Cara Quinn. Uh, You can find her at caraquinnrealtor.com or you can find her at vibemn.com. She uh, puts out a really cool blog on homes and Minnesota living. Uh, Her latest note is about state fair and she she gives you seven Minnesota state fair Fair hot hacks for 2021. Of course, you'll find cool houses listed on that website when you go there. And also you will, uh, you know, you, you get Cara's email, her phone. She's, you know, like she's, as I said in previous shows, she's helped us find a lot uh, in a location close to the cities that we just didn't think we were going to find that kind of lot. Uh, we, you know, we, we thought we'd have to buy existing Uh we're going to be able to build exactly the house we want on that lot because she's helped us with that. And of course, Car's really, you know, helping us sell our house, but she's gone out of her way to make sure we're going to end up where we want to be too. So I just can't recommend her highly enough. CaraQuinnRealtor.com or VibeMN.com. And of course, thanks to our friends at SuccessfulMarketingGroup.com. Primarily our friend there is Glory Ramsey. Uh, I would highly recommend her, especially if you're a small or medium-sized business looking for marketing help. Uh, so, you know, way, way back in Tokyo, uh, I talked to Dawn Staley and she recommended that, you know, you get a, a shot at the job if, if she leaves. And now, Dawn, it, and it's funny because you talked very specifically about the fact that, hey, right after the Olympics, it, you know, everybody's just worn out. The last I saw from Dawn was that, hey, she, you know, if, if USA basketball called, she never says no. Do you know where any of this stands at this point or do you have any thoughts on all this? I don't other than, you know, like I said, I, I thought it was all premature. Sure. Um, and, and so it just, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, just was a sign of, of maybe the, the exhaustion, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that, that you go through uh, in, in trying to, you know, to do something uh, so special, you know, se- seven times in a row. So, um, you know, I, I, I am not privy to any timelines uh, that, that USA Basketball is on. They've got a lot of uh, change that they're going through and, and things are coming quick. Uh, you know, with Carol Callan now concentrating on her role as the FIBA America's president, um, you know, there's a pretty darn big void to fill there. So I'm not sure exactly where all that, that stands and, you know, and what's next, um, you know, but I, I, I'm, I'm quite sure, uh, as Dawn expressed, that, you know, throughout her career, whenever USAB is called, she, she's answered. So, um, you know, that, that's what I know. I don't, I don't know anything more than that. All right. Um- Looking at your team from the outside, uh, you, you have depth now, you have health. Uh, you know, obviously, Fowles is playing at an MVP level. Uh, Clarendon has settled down your, your point guard position. McBride's been good for you all year. You know, I'm interested in your thoughts, your evaluation of, of Fee and Dangerfield and just how important they might be to you from here on out. Well, no, no question. Um, I've, I've been on uh, fee with regard to, um, you know, your best players have to play, you know, like stars. And, and we're, 
you know, as, as we got back, she, I thought she was playing uh, like that. You know, she came here, had you know, a slow start after uh, her time in France, got it going. Clearly the break, uh, it was good for her physically, uh, but, but clearly, um, you know, she's kind of struggled getting her, her, her footing uh, to be on that, that great line. And uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, pressuring her, so to speak, to, you know, make sure she understands that well, that is necessary you know, for our overall uh, ability uh, to reach the heights that we think this team can. Uh, and, and so, you know, hopefully you'll, you'll see fee settle in and, um, you know, they're, they're, you know, from a, from an efficiency standpoint, you know, fee, fee is just somebody that impacts the game uh, way more than, than scoring. Um, you know, efficiency scoring is something that, that she's always done. And, and we got to make sure that, you know, that we're in that space. Um, you know, the, the, uh, I think the other areas, you know, being an elite rebounder, um, I think, you know, there's a pretty big gap, you know, uh, in terms of where I want her to be and where she's at right now. Uh, so those are things we just have to kind of get her recentered. You know, look, just reminders, you know, that these are, these are goals. You know, now we just start to kind of, you know, we do some, you know, we got the macro look and then we go micro day to day and go, okay, you know, you've got goals in this drill. You've got goals in this game and just kind of get, you know, get that going again and, and feed responds really well to that. Um, you know, Crystal Dangerfield, uh, you know, was, was really helpful in the Chicago game. She really liked the matchup. Um, you know, that, that she got for a, a good stretch and, and cashed in. And uh, that actually started in the, in the second half of the Connecticut game. I thought she had some momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, she, yeah, she's absolutely important to us. Scoring off the bench, really big, her and Ariel Powers. And then I would throw in there uh, the player that has been, I think, crucial to our success through the years, you know, when she plays well, is Dantas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got to get her mindset uh, to be, you know, somebody that's a shot taker. Uh, and so those are the things that we're, we're looking at right now in this week that we have off that, that we're, you know, we're going to hone in on and, and this is it, you know, in terms of the, you know, an extended time that we have, you know, to hone in on some things. And, and when we get to the other side of that, be able to finish the season strong and, and see what we can do in the playoffs. Is having a week off right now random or is there a reason for it? No, it's just random. That's just okay. how the schedule falls for us. Yeah. And what have you thought of power since she's come back? Well, you know, it certainly gives us a lift, um, you know, really quality player coming off the bench. Uh, so skill set wise, you know, very, very capable uh, scorer, defender, rebounder. Um, but the thing that we probably have felt the most, I think our players would tell you, is just um, her energy and passion for what she's doing. She wants to win every possession. And, and that just, you know, that can, you know, if you if you start to, you know, maybe kind of get a, get a little bit tired, get a little bit whatever, uh, Ariel is one that you're going to be able to feed off her energy. Uh, so, so that's, you know, that's been very, very, it's an intangible that I think has had a tangible effect on us. And, um, you know, we, we just, you know, same thing with her, you know, the more games, as I told her that, you know, we're just going to take this, you know, slowly, we're not going to, you know, insert her back in there trying to get her, you know, 25, 30 minutes. That's not happening. Um, you know, we want to take this slow enough that we have a mindset that by the time season ends, uh, that she's feeling really good and in position to really help this team in, in a playoff run. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon and Friday afternoon. I'll be talking to Rebecca Brunson, the uh, great Lynx player who does uh, television work as a Timberwolves analyst, as assistant coach under Cheryl Reeve, and runs her own business. She's busy. Uh, so since I'll be talking to Rebecca yet tomorrow, tell me like exactly how Rebecca's fit in with your staff this year and what she's bringing to the table. 
Well, exactly what I got from Rebecca as a player uh, she brings as, as a member of our staff, which is she just has a unique ability to recognize what a situation is or isn't uh, and, and is able to put succinct uh, words on it, you know, in terms of her, her offering, um, you know, when, when we ask people what they think, when we ask the staff what they think. And um, so and she's just, you know, for her, it comes natural. And, and so that's really, really valuable. And then, you know, just, I think, learning along the way last, last season, this season, you know, just, you know, preparation uh, for the team. She, she's good in the skill workouts in terms of the players that she has. I think she enjoyed how uh, she was coached and, and had someone like Jim Peterson um, you know, help her pregame, you know, in shoot rounds and in terms of, you know, getting a player ready. I think Rebecca's done that uh, for the players that she has. And uh, so those are the ways that I think that, that, that she's been really, really beneficial to us. Once again, thanks to All Energy Solar, Rudy Luther Toyota, Cara Quinn, and Successful Marketing Group. Uh, we'll go to Cheryl for a final thought here on whatever she likes. Also, I want to thank our longtime producer, Brandon Morton, and let you know we do have a great lineup. Uh, Russo, uh, Cheryl LaPanta, John Krasinski, uh, John Millay, Roy Smalley. The baseball show with Roy Smalley and, and LaBelle Neal has been just a blast, uh, and we are adding – We've been adding variety shows. We have tons of outdoor content, and we're hoping to add a big name to our lineup here soon. Thank you all for listening. We do appreciate it, and we are looking forward to seeing you at a live show. Cheryl, any final thought for us? Yeah, we're recording on on uh, Women's Equality Day. Oh, yes. Uh, and, and so, so uh, you know, obviously that's pretty significant, um, you know, as the, you know, the the 19th Amendment um, was, was ratified, right? The Constitution was ratified. Um, you know, however, it also sort of highlights, uh, one, that took, that's, they, they started in the 1800s. Uh, I think it was 1878 when they, they first started to bring legislation. Uh, it took decades after that, not until 1920, where we were able to uh, pass a law uh, for the women's right to vote. Uh, but as we know, uh, that wasn't all women. And, and so, you know, the, you know, even though it said uh, uh, women's right to vote, uh, there were uh, voter suppression tactics that kept uh, African-American women, Native American women, uh, Asian-American women from, from being able to vote, you know. And so that wasn't passed until 1965, the Voter Rights uh, Act. And so, um, you know, really, really important day uh, for sure in terms of progress, um, Taking decades for, for things to happen is, is obviously uh, pretty darn frustrating. Uh, and as we sit here uh, today, uh, we don't have equal pay uh, and we don't even have uh, the Equal Rights Act uh, in, all, in all 50 states. So um, long way to go, uh, but, but certainly, um, you know, celebration of Women's, Women's Equality Day today. Yeah. Yeah. My, my wife, uh, elementary school teacher, just got a new job closer to the cities and she's been studying a lot about this stuff, uh, you know, equity. And uh, she's I mean, she's reading book after book. And, you know, I, I mean, she, she's always been highly educated, but there are just things that she just didn't know about just how difficult it was for women to earn the right to vote, how difficult it was for, you know, and she's reading about, you know, the early history of our country and, and how our founding fathers treated black people. Uh, it's it's all quite eye opening. It's for a country that's supposed to be you know founded on equality. Uh, we're not we're not even close to being there yet. We are not. We are not. That's what we have to just we have to keep pushing and using our voices and, and know um, you know that hopefully we, we get to the day where we actually achieve exactly what you just said. Great stuff as always, Cheryl. Thank you for the time. Uh, you know, I know you won't be off off this weekend, but no games. I hope you get a little bit of rest. 
Well, that's that's the plan. Combination Good. of both. A little bit of work, a little bit of rest, and that way we're ready to go. Good deal. All right. See you soon. Thank you.